Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. We'll just cut to the chase. Special guest, Austin English. Third time guest, Austin English. Yeah, congratulations to you. Austin kicked off the the guest train on this podcast. I think Corey was officially the first guest, but... Yeah, kind uh, of a big deal. Then he came on the podcast... Austin's the first official guest that stayed a guest and has continued to come on. It seems like guest season always starts with Austin. Yeah. Come a long way from the uh, carbon monoxide detector going off in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Mike trying to moonlight on us. Talk about them old days. (laughs) Everything about starting your own podcast. Talk about them old days. Definitely got a smudge. Definitely a smudge (laughs) on his old uh, internet research sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, good times. Yeah, fun. poor Mike. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I enjoy it. Yeah, come on, talk with the boys a little bit. Heck yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Plus, you know, we we like to get guests every now and then. We always get stuck with Chris McKnight or somebody lame like that. So it's good <laughs> to have you on here, man. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Real, real ham and egg. No. So, anyway, thanks again, Austin, for coming on. Yeah. Interesting fact, all odd numbers contain the letter E in their name. Hmm. Oh, Did you yeah. know it? No. We're all yeah. smarter now. <laughs> That's it, man. Don't say you don't learn anything. Yeah. Well, good. But. I started to think about that for a second, and I just hurt my brain so much. I was <laughs> like, like you got it? I just, <laughs> okay. That's, That's just what you say. All right. Well, it's one of those facts where when you read about it, <laughs> you actually – all the way through 19, everything has an E. Mm. And then once you get past 19, it's it's just repeating itself. Yeah. yeah. So, that's one you verify it every time. Every time. I wonder if they thought about that when they were going through and naming them. You know what they did? They had some intern check, just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make sure every odd one has an E. Intern, yeah. get over here. You're going to yeah. want some coffee. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) Anyway, what's up? What's going on, man? What's new in the week? Oh, man. Well, I don't know. Um, It's my first full week back to work. Yeah, that that was hard, too. Um, I was real tired on Friday. Yeah. And uh, someone brought that up, and I was like, eh, it's because you're, you know, finally worked a full week. It's been a while. It's also the worst. This is the worst stretch, personally. Because you come off a long break. I, I had about two and a half weeks off. Yeah. You know, you don't get another holiday until May. Yeah. End of May. So, this is the longest stretch of the year that seems to drag out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then you start hitting the holidays, you know, Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day, and the year starts to speed up. Yeah. Which is why, uh, as an adult, time seems to go by uh, faster than with kids because you, you have less milestones later on in life. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you know, you're getting to this, 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 driving, graduating, college, job, whatever, marriage, kids, and all that. Well, and there's the busy factor, too. Yeah. You don't got the time to just sit around like you do when you're a kid. You know, when you're a kid, you feel like you're super busy because you're forced to go to school, go to practice, (laughs) play games, stuff like that. You're like, I don't have time to do anything. But yet, you still log hours of doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean... When's the last time you got to do absolutely nothing? Don't remember, man. Yeah. Don't remember. Yeah. Don't exist. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's still some people out there who, you know, accomplish that feat every now and then. Good for them. But that ain't, that ain't me. I don't get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. So, and, you know, we kind of talked about that whenever uh, whenever me and my wife got married and had Josie and everything. It was like, that's the one thing that went away instantly was, I was like, man, I didn't realize how selfish I was, you know, with my time. I was like, even, you know, dating her and being married. I was like, you know, I still had the my Jeff time, you know, my me time. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, you know, I, you know, the me time is gone, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you got to – it's an adjustment, man. It's all an adjustment. But, yeah, you just – like, once you start having kids and everything, and you're just – your busy scale goes through the roof. Well, because the thing is, is, too, is, like, you, you end up getting in that spot where you don't want to leave her. With the, wait, no. wait, wait, what? <laughs> I definitely where paused we, at the wrong we? spot there. Hey, <laughs> Let me start that going? You don't want to leave her with the kids. Good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> you don't want to leave her with the kids an extended amount of time. Yeah. I remember when we first started dating, when we first married before kids, I'd go play golf yeah. with my buddies and be out four or five hours. And then it's like, hey, you want to go grab something? We go around. So it wasn't nothing for me to be out for six to seven hours and i just call her check in she's like yeah i'm going my friend you know that that kind of thing or she was enjoying just sitting at the house doing nothing yeah by herself well now if i go play three hours of golf that meter's running double. yeah exactly yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like exactly that's exactly what it is it's just check marks like okay guess what and i'm getting my hair done you know whatever yeah, and it's like yeah. you know for every three hours i spend by myself that's three hours i have to spend by myself with the kids and yeah and so anyway yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. I'll tell you what what shocks me, like that I realized this morning cuz it was blistering cold and the wind doesn't make it any uh any easier. And usually there in the winter I'm like I'm just in the, I'm in the cold for like a minute and a half, you mm-hmm. know, just walking from the car to the to the door. And you don't realize how long it takes for your kids to get out of the car. Until you're standing in 25 degree weather with the wind blistering yeah. against you, and you're just like, you're just out there standing while mm-hmm. they they gather their thing. It's just, I think if you if you went back and said, if, if I went back in time and never had kids, and you were to ask me why, I think them getting out of the car is the reason why I would say, yeah, <laughs> like I cannot stand that. They're so slow. I know, man. It's like, dude. Like, I've gotten to the point where as long as it's not the little one, I just walk in the house. Yeah. If they're in the car. Or just sit in the car and make them walk in the house, and then you trail last. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Huh? I don't see why not. I, I just, I, my, Which, my, two of your kids are old enough, you don't need to be worrying about them anymore anyway. But my concern is if I stay in the car, they stay in the car. Yeah. And it's just going to be one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Get a water gun and just start squirting them. <laughs> like, <laughs> just spray them. Just spray them, man. Yeah. Like, get out. Yeah. Now. Turn it into a drill. Yeah. Get out of the car. Yeah. Oh, they, they want to come out different. There are four, car, four doors on the car, and they want to come out any other door but the one that's right next to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what kills me. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's cool. That's the thing. Yeah, I'll come out the driver's side. I'm going to go out the driver's side. I'm like, <laughs> no. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got your own door. Anyway. Well, I don't know yet. Still, still doing a little, little one that you have to carry everywhere you go. So she gets out right when I get her out. Well, and that's the thing. You think like, okay, once they can get out of the car, like there's that newfound freedom, you know, once you get into di- out of diapers and all that. And there's just that next thing that they annoy you with mm-hmm. all the time. 
Yeah. They're always doing 10 things that aren't what you want them to do. I know. Mm. Yeah, so that's fine. That's fine. I'm ready for it. Geared up. I'm old, see? I'm not... <laughs> I feel like a granddad already. <laughs> well, I think, too, when you, you, know, you lived a little bit and you're a little rowdy, you know, you kind of expect to get it when you have young kids. Yeah, know? But maybe yeah. your mindset's just like... I was like, you know, this ain't as bad as I, you know was kind of told it ought to be for me, yeah. you know, because I had a lot of people wishing things on me. See, know? I'm the opposite. A lot we of teachers, a lot of teachers just probably praying that I have a kid that's as <coughs> bad or worse than I was, you know. Yeah. And and then they they got theirs because Josie is, like, super easy, <laughs> super easy to deal with. For now. For now, yeah. I mean. Every stage. We'll do our best. Year. But, no, she's been, uh, she's actually been pretty, uh, Pretty calm, so you know you know on TV sitcoms how the dad's always aloof and just lost when it comes to dealing with with his his daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they kind of exaggerate it. Mm-hmm. That's reality. <laughs> That's I mean it's really not an exaggeration. It holds yeah. true. It really is one of those things where I have a ten year old about to be eleven, mm-hmm. and I'm completely lost. Mm. On, on how to handle her at all. So my brother has this thing he does, and his wife, her description of it is one of the most hilarious things I've ever talked about. But apparently, he likes to have those long sitcom dad conversations mm. about why what you're doing is wrong and all that. But uh, I guess he just keeps making his point different ways, and it just goes on and on <laughs> and Lectures. on. On to, purpose? To, to a point. To a point, you know, he's getting it all out, and he's really, like, venting, and he feels real good when it's over. And the whole time, I guess his daughter's just sitting there looking at her mom like, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> so and, I, and I'm like, but it's effective, right? He was, she was like, oh, yeah. You know, she hates it. When is Dad, he being serious, or is he trying to go round and round and round? No, he. I think he's just he's just trying to get through to her, Lays and he's yeah. like me. He just kind of keeps talking. Yeah. <laughs> So, but it works, you know, cause she like it, it, you know, he, you know, probably not even meaning to do it, but it's still like genius level working. So <laughs> I've, I've, I've started getting to the point now where if they say something, they smart off or something like that. I'm going to, I'm like, I'm going to be dead one day and you're going to regret what you just said right Ooh. now. <laughs> you're cold, man. <laughs> Play the death That's cold. jacked up, man. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're emotionally scarring her. Man. Just, like, but then the one time I tried to go in, I, I in, in, in all, all honesty. Josh is going to wonder why his kids are all like super emo when they're older, you know. <laughs> uh, we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, he, like he did this, you uh, know. That's, that's valid. But yeah. no, we, uh, <laughs> I, admittedly, there are times that I'll, I'll snap to – to judgment and leave all rational thought out yeah and feel bad about it yeah. and so you know she calmed down and I went in and apologized and I just you know started just giving her this life lesson and she just starts tearing up on me again man like, yeah and I'm just I'm lost I'm like dude I don't know what to do with the crying I yeah. really don't you gotta ignore it man <laughs> That's just, I ig- just ignore it. Just keep going and act like it's irrational, and just keep going. Yeah. Well, no. But, <laughs> Austin's, but I don't know Austin's over there, like, oh man. But I don't. So but, many red flags. <laughs> but I don't know why she's crying though. I don't know if yeah. she's like, if she's having a sentimental moment, 
I don't know if she's having a... Or maybe she's like 11 and, you know, well, she's a little bit upset and then a little bit sentimental and just a little bit, you know, she's still a kid that's going to cry when that's, she's... And that's the, a lot of it is the hormone thing. Yeah. That, you know, the body's changing. There you go. Blame you it know. on the hormones. I'm just... <laughs> Austin's over here shaking his head again. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? No. <laughs> <laughs> I watch all the sitcom dads. That's <laughs> what they do. <laughs> Maybe maybe we didn't bring Austin on so that he could uh, so that he could talk sports uh, with us. Maybe we brought him on because he has a master's in what we're doing wrong here, right. and he can tell us how no lie how horrible of a job we're doing, and that we're uh, that's we're, valid. We're, we're textbook. Man, they don't they don't come with a manual. That's for sure, man. Oh, no, so it's no, just, we're we're winging it at oh, our house. Man, I caught myself the other night, three o'clock in the morning, sitting here arguing with my two and a half year old about he should go to sleep. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, bro, that's all I got. I rocked you yeah. for 30 minutes. You had your snacks. Yeah, I'm done, man. What do you want from me, punk? I got work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm really like yeah. letting him know. And he, yeah. you know, it's it's nothing. He gets yeah. nothing. I'm like, who's an idiot in this one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just. Yeah, I feel like I'm being raised right now. Yeah. By the, by the hoodlums. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to put them to bed. Yeah. Hey, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. My daughter had a sleepover last night, and I think the last sleepover that she had planned was probably with with Corey's oldest, my niece, Mm -hmm. but that was a long time ago, to the point where, like, where where my niece wouldn't go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember having to get up in the middle of the night a couple times, like, you kids have to go to sleep, and they're just, you know. No, they won't. Yeah. If there's a noise, they'll stay up forever. Wait, did you did when you were a kid and you had sleepovers? Did you go to sleep? Oh yeah. Really? Josh was the friend that you didn't want to invite over because hey, he didn't. Josh, want, Josh, he didn't want to play with Legos till Josh, two in the morning. Josh came over to your house, drank a gallon of your milk, and then went to bed at eight <laughs> thirty. Dude, I What's remember. That smell. What's that smell? Got up the next day, took a dump, called his dad to come pick him up. I remember <laughs> my first my first sleepover like. Like eight thirty rolls around and I'm like, "We not going to bed? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. happening here, guys?" This is about the time Don says lights out. <laughs> I know, and they were they were serious about it, but yeah, but yeah. So anyway, but they had a, she had a sleepover last night and and they were all wound up and and all that. I mean, just and then we we were like, "Hey, you know, it's time to go to bed. We got stuff to do in the morning." And they did. I mean, they all went to yeah. So you know, maybe I'm doing something right. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. you know, hot uh, candy and the soda pop. That's the first thing you got to do when but, you're going to have a, so, a sleepover. And the thing is, she's sweet to everyone around her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's I think it's one of those things where I'm taking all the, the bullets so that the public can enjoy her. Yeah. Which I guess is okay. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather her be a decent human being. Than yeah. Or, I'm, I'm just going to suggest this. I'm not going to say it's what it is. I just want to throw this out there and let it hover and see what happens with it. But uh, it could be the fact that. I don't know. You're coming with them people that does things <laughs> that kind of warrants <laughs> the reactions you get. <laughs> you poked the bear. A little I'm bit. just saying. You're right. You know. I mean, you're right. I do probably instigate uh, a little bit of. It. Yeah. I need to stop doing that. Oh My man. son does too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Corey's got two perfect daughters over here, and wonders why people have problems. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you guys are complaining about. Yeah, he got my life is perfect. <laughs> he's got two <laughs> angels. Wait, wait, no, I take that back. It's perfect in between softball seasons, and then it's terrible. It's the <laughs> worst. Th- it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, because <laughs> unfortunately, 
If you have the Haynes blood in you, you're going to be extremely talented at everything that you do. I say that <laughs> humbly. I say that. Uh, so it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, well, let's not play this year because they're both really good. Like, Lord, it's like hard Elliot, to be humble. <laughs> yeah, Elliot, Elliot tries her hardest and yeah. is extremely good, and Avery couldn't care less and is equally just as good. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, she's yeah. turning double plays at five, yeah. and it's pretty phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah the second know. one's just always – they pick it all up. Well, and you know it could be – watch it. You know, the kind of not being as uh, – into it maybe as the older one you know she's calm so she's able to you know yeah. realize that hey it's not that complicated you yeah know? well and she's been able to watch her sister mm-hmm. coming yeah out, that, so. so sometimes that helps that yeah. demeanor oh yeah you know what i mean that calm demeanor you don't you don't get you know in a mistake kind of i don't know how i'm trying to say here uh don't you don't get, get anxious don't there get you it. go you don't yeah. get in your own head there yeah. you go. Yeah, you don't get in your own head. You don't get anxious. See, Elliot plays like I did. I was always like that. Mm-hmm. I was always in my. I beat myself way before I ever stepped on a field or a court. Oh yeah. Oh <clears> yeah. <throat> Dude, that was me also. I, on top of you know, if you've got Tucker blood, you're the opposite of a Haynes. You have zero athletic <laughs> ability, <laughs> no natural talent, so, yeah. and 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 you, and you just get by on trying harder than everybody oh, else yeah. around. You. I say that knowing that Josh has seen my sister play softball, <laughs> and it's it's, it's yeah. something to see, huh? <laughs> Well, there's nothing to see. <laughs> Dude. If that ball if that ball gets in front of home plate, it's a success. Yeah, I was I was I was there the first time she caught a fly ball in the outfield. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did a victory lap. Big day. She was celebrating so much the girl went for second home base, I think. <laughs> Tagged up and went. Yeah. Carla could play soccer and she could run. Yeah, now running, yeah, that's that that was her yeah, thing. She had, I've always heard about her. Yeah, about she running. she actually won quite a few meets. Yeah. Yeah, she could run. Not me. Distance. But she took it seriously. I think yeah. that's where, you yeah. know, the Haynes stuff. Me, I never – I was always able to buckle down and be serious when you had to. Mm-hmm. But I still like just having fun. Yeah. yeah. Cracking jokes. Yeah. See, my brother, sports made sense to him, you know, instantly. Yeah. Like, they, he, he would sit down as a little kid and just watch a game. He could watch it on TV. He could watch it live. If you had me around, I was – I wasn't even anywhere. Mom would have to come looking for me. I might not even be at the field anymore. I might be across the street playing somewhere, yeah. you know, and, and I was just the total opposite. So, and he actually, I mean, I say no athletes in our family. He was, he was good enough. He played baseball uh, at East Central. So he played a little college ball, you know, smaller schools. Uh, but, uh, and he was actually pretty good. He, if he hadn't thrown his shoulder out, he just, you know, had a shoulder issue. But yeah, so he was athletic and, and good at sports and everything, but not I. So. About you, Austin? Yeah. Are you the Are you the serious guy? Or are you the? Yeah, I was a. I'm always a jokester for the most part. Yeah. Especially yeah. on sports teams. Well, I say that all the way up until my first year out of college. I went and played in this league in the UFL. And I got on this team in in Connecticut, and our my my defensive line coach was a former U.S. Army. You know, coach coached up there coached at several different places but he's just a real authoritative guy right didn't like any smiles no smiles <laughs> no jokes <laughs> no nothing so like get them smiles instantly i was public enemy number one in his mind like yeah. every day on me hard hard yeah. you think this is the game yeah you're gonna I'm get a, you're gonna get cut if you don't i'm gonna learn. break you boy stop yeah. smiling go yeah. that way you know i mean yeah. he just you know ride me hard yeah so then i learned i had to i had to learn how to hide the hide the smirk yeah you know so you could say this stuff, you just couldn't smile because then people didn't know if you were just being, you know, funny or if you were trying to get laughs. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, some coaches don't have any tolerance for uh, not having that look on your face like you're ready to kill someone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> you think this is a game, boy? You gotta, <laughs> still got to be fun to you. Got in trouble one time. Tied in, I was going in motion. Or any time I go in motion, I would goose one of the linemen. Mm. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Just, that tap. dumb. Just to, just to begging <laughs> for a flag. <laughs> so that's what they, we had a guard finally tell me, like, man, I'm about to just jump off sides just to, just, just to, to expose you. Yeah. <laughs> we used to. <laughs> but it's funny the first couple of times the guys don't expect it. Yeah. That's, oh, that's jacked sure, up. It'd be hard to hold it in. Yeah. Little, yeah. Just a little poke. That's what I'm saying, man. Some like, of those are involuntary. That's, and that's, and that's, and that's kind of what I told them, man. Like, like we'd be talking about on the sideline, and that that you know that was. I'm like, man, I'm really impressed, man. You you held your cookies on that one, yeah. Because <laughs> I got you pretty good. That's man. If I was a coach, I'd have I'd have run you till you puked and then <laughs> ran you some more. <laughs> they finally told me, man. I mean, the coach. Our offensive line coach just basically said, "Man, if they jump off sides, you're running for it." Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And I didn't do it. You know, I didn't do it in in high pressure situation. You know. You we we, we could have given up five yards here or there. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I knew the situation. I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna get you your five yards yeah. back later. Yeah. We. <laughs> listen. I wanna, this defense hadn't stopped anything today, okay? <laughs> I've been goosing that linebacker over we'll there just, too. We can pad the stats a little bit. I don't know if it's I don't know if it was joking or if this is just being a bully, but me and my buddies we would catch some of the linemen. As soon as they turn around, we pick our nose and we wipe our booger on the back of their jersey yeah. in practice. And we see how many we can stack up there. Yeah. <laughs> These dudes laying it on the line for you guys, yeah, man. It's just bad. digging it out in the trenches, and y'all mm-hmm. whopping boogers on them. Mm-hmm. Getting newspaper clippings written about you. Bad stuff. Because oh. Now, you were running back in high school, weren't you? Yeah. 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 I thought so. Man, yeah. we used to line it up and just, you know, go after it. We didn't get too much in the spread and shotgun or anything like that, but. Good old days. Yeah. <laughs> football was football. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stick it back there and just take after you it. You and the man against in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> mono we mono. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, we used to, we used to have guys bring pennies and just and just throw them as hard as they could against the back of your helmet. Because your ears just oh, ding, ding. Yeah. Used to have a coach that hit his whistle Yeah, the whistle did the same thing. Yeah. That's the that. worst. Thank <laughs> you, yeah, I played Mainly running back, and then, you know, I, I took breaks on defense in high school, you know, because you, you just want to score touchdowns. So, yeah. Then we got to college, and then they wanted me to play defensive end. So I kind of then. What were you recruited for? I mean, were you recruited for defense? Yeah. Some okay. people talked about maybe doing tight end or something like that, but for most, most, most guys were DN. Yeah. And uh, so I got in here, and obviously, culture shock, and just go from, you know, I was playing small town college football i mean small town high school football where you know some of our linemen are 200 220 yeah i mean that that was broken but we we, you know your line uh your line might have one or two like actual like pretty big guys and the rest were just like stocky guys who could who could block i played 5a and it wasn't it wasn't any different yeah there there may have been two linemen 
that were bigger than I was right. mm-hmm. as a tight as a six five two thirty five tight end. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know we had, definitely I was bigger than both our guards mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. So, and then but I got to college and even smaller college and not even you know the level Austin played at and that was the first time I was a small guy on the on the entire offensive line unit, mm-hmm. uh, which is it's kind of nice, man. Some big boys. Yeah. Yeah. Big humans. Who can move. Yeah. yeah. That's what I don't get, man. And you know what I always wonder? Because I didn't go to high school with any dudes like that. And I haven't really talked to very many people who who did. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know any guys who, like, uh, you know, the only lineman I, I know that went to college and then pro was Chris. Well, he was like you. He came out of uh, high school like a tight end or mm-hmm. something. And then they were like, well, we're going to throw some weight on you and put you on the line uh, and uh, and everything. And so, you know, they bulk him up and, and put him on the line. But I just can't imagine, like, one of these guys who's, like, going to go pro as a guard someday, and he's down there with some high school guys. Well, that, you know, what's he doing to them, you know? Well, but, uh, yeah, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes yeah. it's just a, it's a it's a tall, lanky tackle. Yeah. You know, six, you know, six four, six five, two twenty five at tackle. And then he gets a couple years in the uh, – in the cafeteria in the weight room in college and then he's a 300 pound dude all of a sudden he's a monster but he but he knows how to move like a tackle but he's playing guard and and it's easy to him because he has two guys on each side of him whereas in if the tight end took off he had half a field that he had to cover yeah so it was lane lane johnson was a quarterback he came in as a quarterback (coughs) from juco we picked him up we tried to turn him into a tight end and then they were like hey man you want to put on some weight and see if you can play tackle he did he wore it well. I mean, really athletic guy. He ended up getting drafted first yeah. round. I mean, that's that's played for the Eagles now. I mean, it's like it's usually taking a guy and be like, "Look, we can stack weight on you. We well, just they, need someone who's got the, the the frame for it and can move." And yeah. that's that's the thing. Putting weight on people, it, you're, they're going to do that to everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, even a quarterback or a receiver is going to come in and put on put on weight. But you get those guys like a tight end that you're like, "We're going to put weight on you," and that dude just balloons up to 280, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Okay, you're not tight end anymore." Yeah, you know, which you know, whatever's needed, it's just uh, except for guys like Phil Lodeholt. That was the other guy that played against. He's he was like six eight, six nine. Like he came in from JUCO at like three forty, three fifty. They trimmed him down to like three twenty five. Yeah, yeah. I played I played pee wee ball with a kid named uh, Chad Pugh who ended up playing defensive tackle at at uh, TCU. And now, dude, I'm not joking. Ten years old, that kid was as big as he was at TCU. <laughs> dude was enormous. Yeah. He was huge, and he could move. I remember one time, one time he got he got caught on the sideline, and so the coach was like, "Pew, get in there," because he was the center. Mm-hmm. And I just I remember seeing this dude run from the sideline to the ball, Ooh. and I'm like, I don't think he's. I, he was moving so fast. I'm like, I don't think he's gonna be able to stop. Yeah, and he did stop right on the dime, jumped on it, and. He's a great athlete. Yeah. I mean, just, and that's what I don't get. Like, you get guys like Warren Sapp, who's three hundred something pounds, but then they move like a like a slot receiver. I mean, just yeah, footwork. he he was a he was a kind of a, a hard one to figure out. Like, how's a dude that big move like he moves? Well, look at Aaron Donald now. Yeah, because he's pretty much the Warren Sapp without the gut. Yeah, you know, but he, Warren Sapp had the gut though and moved that way. That's what know? I'm saying. But now now you have Aaron Donald who's weighing as much as Warren Sapp. Yeah, with no gut and moving just as well yeah so 
That's, a freak. that's crazy how lean and mean some of these dudes are these days and Dude. still just scary. Steroids are a wonderful thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're all taking them? Yeah. I think, I think that there's – you get paid too much money, and there's, the stakes are too high. Not you know, to. It, not to invest. I mean – well, if it's if it's even on the on the fringe, I think that they're they're taking. Well, that's like uh, we talked about James Harrison. Yeah, and he you know he reportedly spent five hundred thousand a year on his body. And I'm like, I mean, I know one's probably a nutritionist and one's probably a personal trainer. He probably pays them six figures a year to. But one's the oil change guy. But then yeah, one's the <laughs> that yeah Latimer. Yeah. <laughs> Latimer, because. <clears throat> I don't know, Pat McAfee, you could probably get in, you know, into this Austin. Talked about the 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 uh, drug policy in the NFL, <laughs> and he was saying on four which is kind of ironic. April twentieth is when they start the drug testing in the NFL, <laughs> and if you're tested on April twentieth, then you don't get tested again for the rest of the season or something like that. Yeah, so there's two two different <laughs> tests that they give. They give a street drug and then a, a PED. Right. You PED, you can get randoms on all throughout, but yeah, for the most part. Once you take your one recreational or street drug test, that's the only time, unless you fail that one. Yeah. So the guys, yeah. Yeah, so once you fail a test, then you're getting tested quite often. You're in a program then, but, yeah, right, you get random selected, but then once you get that one random, it's typically. Well, because hasn't, Le'Veon Bell's been kind of, they've been, t- he's been, he's been tested multiple times, you know, throughout mm. the season and everything, and. I think it was for PEDs. Well, there's limits too on how many times you can get tested. And he he started he started claiming like I'm not going to come do this anymore. You guys are targeting me, and I haven't failed one yet. And you know, it has I, to be PEDs because because yeah. the street jug they say if you do it once <clears throat> and you're clean and you're clean, then so everyone wants to be tested on 420. Yeah, because if you get tested on 420, then you're good the rest of the summer without being tested. Yeah, obviously you wait till the next day in case something you know uh, is you know 421. Yeah, you wait till you wait a couple of days just to make sure everything comes <laughs> back all right, and they don't have to redo it. Yeah, because there've been guys who've been popped because the test was corrupted, and so they had to do it again, and they went yeah. and puffed the big one the night after. Uh, so they, uh, you know, the big thing is whenever you if you fail, then you're in the program. You know, they can hit you all the time. Yeah, but when you're in that program, they hit you. You could be anywhere. You got to tell them. Yeah, if you're going to the, you know, down to the Dominican for a vacation. You got to tell them so they can make sure that they got somebody out there if they pull your card to come get you. I was here in Norman in between just training, and they came to the house. Guy comes in. Hey, drop your pants. <laughs> no, look at me. Look at <laughs> me. me. Like, it's not a, it's <laughs> not a, hey, man, I'm over here. You can hear it. No, he wants to see you. Yeah. Hey, pull your shirt up over your head. You know, you gotta, you just gotta let them see it. You yeah. Know? Like, Pat so, McAfee is that Colts punter uh-huh. who got arrested for jumping uh, in the lake. Yeah, no, jumping, jumping in the, the lake river, drunk. Yeah. And so when that happened, then he started getting into it. He went like gator hunting or something like that. And 4 a.m., they came and got him. And that drug test was like, man, I don't know what you did to get him. What's the doctor's name? Of. The drug test, like the guy over all the drug oh, testing, it's doctor yeah. something. Or he goes, I don't know what you did to that guy. He goes, <laughs> but this is the first time I've ever been called this early and this frantically to give someone a drug test. Oh, man. <clears throat> and he was clean. Yeah. But, he, you know, he just, because he, he, he was just, McAfee, 
said he he took forty thousand dollars worth of student loans out to party at West Virginia. So he's a scholarship athlete getting paid to go to school there. Yeah. But took out forty thousand dollars worth of loans to pay for his party habit. Oh yeah. So that's that's the kind of guy he was. And so when he was sober and couldn't do anything because of the drug policy that he was in the program uh, for like two years. Mm. He was just trying to find the craziest things he could do sober and, uh, you know, getting busted a few times. Not not peeing hot, but just like, what's Pat McAfee doing in Louisiana on, <laughs> you know, this weekend, Probably whatever. Gator hunt. Yeah, and so they call him in. Go get him. Go get him. Anyway. Well. All right, man, that's it. Good, All right. good episode. No. Good episode. <laughs> I was wondering, man. A little lull there. A little lull. A little lull. Now, man, it, uh, I don't know, man. Much going on with me. I a uh, couple things. You know, obviously, the January, I've got a lot of Thunder games. You uh, diversifying your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of Thunder games because, you know, the baby comes in February, so I couldn't get any February games. And so whenever we were picking games this season, I picked a bunch in January. So, I went to the uh, went to the Rockets game and watched the Thunder look fantastic against the Rockets and just and wear Lake. them out, and then turn around on Saturday against the Lakers, who had Kyle Kuzma and a bunch of bench warmers because LeBron, AD, I mean, pretty much everybody was sitting that was important other than Kuzma, and they just lit us up, man. I, mm. I couldn't even tell you anything about the game. I just quit paying attention. Me and Paul just sit there and kind of talked about random stuff. The Did that time. white kid play? Uh, Caruso. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. I oh, they love too. him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really Lakers like fans that love that guy. Yeah, yeah. he's mm. a fan favorite. Yeah. Funny story. Today. He's actually pretty good. He's been in the league for a really no, long time. No, he is real good. And I want to say that uh, maybe I don't know if it's Darnell Mayberry or one of the writers uh, mentioned that uh, I think he played for the Thunder for like had like a cup of coffee with the Thunder. Yeah. Like probably so. Like I think they I think they signed him to a two way contract and let him go or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Funny story. Uh, Jared Allen. The Nets are up by 22 points tonight. Yeah. Seven seconds left. The Hawks go in for like a mercy layup. And Jared Allen swats it across the court. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the most unsportsmanlike act ever. Like not even a mercy point. That's awesome. Someone needs, to check, someone needs to check him, man. Make sure he's not betting on spreads. Oh, yeah. He's like, nope. Out of here. Get that, get that garbage out of here. I got 21. He may just be like that Michael Jordan level of competitive, just like nope, I don't. Well, he, they, I mean, he shot blockers. What he was known at at Texas for sure, mm-hmm. and that's what he's been doing in the league. He, you you go watch. There's a video of him of, of all the people Jared Allen's uh, stuffed, and Anthony Davis and LeBron and all those dudes are all on that list. Made like, the list. Yeah, like yeah, he shot blocking is his forte. I just yeah. thought it was funny. Like seven seconds left, like not letting this one by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pad yeah. the stats just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that's why you got to play. <coughs> Would yeah. you let them score? No, like I mean, put a better layup. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I always <laughs> love that dude that was like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. guy was like, no, never. Doesn't dude. matter if you're a kid. Yeah, it don't matter who you are. Like I'm beating you, taking you out. <laughs> Couple yeah. years ago, that's, that is that's that Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan mentality, and. You know, hate them all you want when they're beating you, but you'd love to have that guy on your team. Yeah, that's true. A couple so. years ago, a couple years ago, my daughter's basketball team, this is when they play on eight-foot hoops. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coach is like, hey, parents, you know, we want to do a girls versus parents. The girls want to do a girls versus parents. They they they, they might have won the league. Mm. 
we want to do a girl uh, parents versus kids game. That's what they want to do. So wear some basketball shorts and dude, some of the dads, yours included, were just. I mean, I was out there swatting these girls. <laughs> like I was that dude. Your we were we were dunking. We were <laughs> dunking on the eight foot hoops. We were shooting threes like splash. <laughs> just talking trash. <laughs> like that is terrible. I mean, it's it. Was it fun? Yes. Was it fun because it was more funny? Yes. Is yeah. that the comp? But was did it the, fun? Did the kids like it at all? I, they just they kind of laughed about it. Yeah. You know, but uh, nobody cried. No. You didn't do your job. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. But that coach really got through right. to Austin, didn't he? <laughs> I was gonna say you're, you're right. That coach really I got through to Austin. Little... He knocked that smile right off his face and turned but, him into a killer. Mm-hmm. But I know. I just uh, think you know. You talk about competition. And it's like, I don't, I personally like the competition where I'm challenged. Like, I, I like, I think competition has to have that legitimate chance of losing. Yeah. Yeah. For it to be enjoyable. But not everyone sees it like that. Yeah. There's somewhere if they could, if they, if there's a chance that they lose in that competition, they avoid it altogether. Yeah. They'd rather play the worst team every day and win than oh, yeah. have something worth you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean to get too philosophical. It's just, well, I mean, if I'm, I'm I'm sitting there at the red light and I see somebody pull up in a Corvette and they rev the engine, I mean, I just there's no competition there. You just kind of right. let it, you just let it go. I don't know, man. Some people though, that camera's some people got, got some get up and go. Hey. That's when you just do the old pit <laughs> maneuver on them. Yeah. <laughs> Best chance I got is turning it, hooking it right, and clipping your bumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this into a demolition derby. <laughs> no, you're right though. But if there's no, I mean, what's the point of you know winning when you're yeah. supposed to? Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that's been a problem with the Thunder is you know losing the games they should win because they didn't ever you know respect their opponent. And you know, it just ideally, if you're supposed to beat them, you should destroy them. And if you, uh, you know, you should look forward to, you know, I remember we were playing the Warriors and we had had trouble getting over the hump and beating the Warriors. They just kept, you know, sticking a dagger in us. And I remember the game I was at, uh, Steph Curry, you know, went down. Mm. And a few people got excited. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to win this game with Steph Curry on the bench. I want to win this game with Steph Curry playing his best basketball ever and we beat him because we're better. Mm. And I'm like, that, that, that's what I want, sure. you know. I don't, you know, I don't want to like, you know, good fortune of, you know, an injury. Yeah. Uh, nah, that's not how I want to win. Yeah, but. <clears throat> okay, know. so you're in the you're in the the championship game. You're playing against Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm seven. still going to hoist the trophy if we yeah. win and he's on the bench. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But like, here's the thing: like, you're not going to beat Steph if Steph Curry's like everyone's like, I want that person to play there. Like if Steph Curry's playing a game, if the Warriors are playing their a game, Warriors with Kevin Durant. Mm are playing their A game, no one beats them. Yeah. yeah. They're the best. Yeah. So, like, you had, even if you played your best game, you might give them a run for that game. This is when we still had KD, though. But you're still losing. Yeah. But you know what I mean? So, there there has to be that point where, well, I mean, you look at the Texans-Chiefs game today. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the we were always taught, man, the biggest, the way for the, the inferior team to win is turnovers and special teams. Mm-hmm. If you score on special teams, or they, sc- you know, and you, you win the turnover battle, you can, 
you can be the team that's better than you. Yeah. And the Texans, it looked like that's what they were doing. They, yeah, they had the they, recipe. Yeah, they had the they 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 had scored off of special teams. They had they were leading in the turnovers in the first quarter. They were up twenty four nothing. They turned the ball over. They gave up a touchdown on special teams, and then the real Chiefs came out and just waxed them. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be that point where the only way you're gonna win is if a Steph Curry gets on the on the, you know gets hurt and input on the bench. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I didn't feel like that's where we were when we had KD, though. I felt like we were good enough to beat him. We just – we weren't closing out games because of our style of play. And they needed to uh, – Well, yeah. They, need, that, they needed to get that team basketball figured out, and they just never would. And then they'd go on streaks where they would get it. And then usually what would beat us is as soon as Steph Curry – and this is what I always kind of told people about that team when it was just Steph and Clay and Draymond before KD went there. I was like, they beat you by – they go on these runs, and they put you – in a panic. Mm, right. And then all of a sudden they've taken control of the game. If you will just understand that their little system of booming every now and then, well, it's a boom and every now and then it goes away. And what you would notice is if you just if you just played consistently and they didn't have as many booms, you'd beat them. But it, what would happen is when they would go on one of these booms and they'd hit like four threes in a row, teams would start panicking instead of going down there and getting the two you know, and being like, we're just going to, have to get some turnovers. We're going to, have to play some good basketball. Next thing you know, you got Russell, twenty-three percent shooter, Westbrook <laughs> cranking threes. You know, KD shooting threes with people all in his face right. because he wants to prove he's the bigger superstar. And you're like, dude, y'all are taking bad shots because since they're doing it, now you feel like that's how you've got to win. Like they have gotten you out of your game, yeah. and and that's how they would do it. And I'm like, man, just play consistent. But they, but they weren't that good until KD got there. So. I mean, they won the finals, but they did it against the Kyrie list Cavaliers team. You know, well, they were pretty good though. No, they were good, but they, they just—I don't think they were. They were seventy-two wins good. That was with KD though. No, that was before. That was the year we almost beat them when they had seventy-two wins. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they went to the finals that first year, and people said, "Oh, y'all got lucky." Hey, so man. they came out on a mission. I'm not saying you're wrong. Corey, can you fact check that? Up? Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Now, their their first year in the finals, throws, um, people didn't really flag. people didn't really respect them. They said, "Well, you got lucky, like you said, Kyrie is hurt." Then they um, lost. Oh, you're right. Then they lost then, the next year. And then the next year, they came out and they they beat the Bulls' record for most wins in a season. And they lost. But the it sort of took a toll on them, and they didn't play as good in the playoffs because Kawhi Leonard knows what he's talking about. Rest matters. Yeah, I like I like the fact that Kawhi. Last season was – I think the players don't realize what happened last season to their benefit. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard did not play for the Spurs because he felt his Achilles tendon wasn't 100%. Yep. And then Kevin Durant, same situation, tears his. Yeah. So now you have players resting. Now it's it's my body. Well, you know, you got all these GMs that say trust the process, trust the process, and then you got – finally you got a player that looks at everybody and it's like, believe me, like – there's a process on our end too, yeah. and trust it. Yeah. You're the player; it's your body. You know what's best for it. Don't let these people convince you you don't. So yeah. you tore your Achilles too, right? No, nah, just ankle. Uh, perennial tendon popped that thing off. Did, it, did you? When I tore my Achilles, it didn't surprise me. I tore my Achilles. Yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I didn't think it was gonna happen, but when it popped, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of felt. Sense. Yeah. Like, Were you, was your sore before it went? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, it, it felt tight the entire time, so I was always trying to stretch, and, and then it finally popped. 
Yeah. So that sounds terrible. Point being yeah. is, Doesn't it? yeah, it it, it it really wasn't the most pain. Big dislocated toe is the most painful yeah. thing I've ever suffered. Yeah, I my, had someone tell me turf toe is the worst. Yeah, it's not fun. I got yeah, my left toe terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it because yeah. you know you, you hear someone sitting out of a game for turf toe and you're like, man, you're like weak sauce. What is like no? What is turf toe? And it just becomes like just tons of scar tissue that gets in there in that joint, and it just swells. Ew. Constant inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like just from overuse of that joint, I think. Yeah, but anyways, I, I was told that it's like one of the worst. Yeah. Oh, it's not fun. Yeah. Things, you know, and how much you use your feet, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't realize how much you use your toes till one hurts. Yeah. Then you start. You just can't even do like you don't have normal range of motion on it. So then you start compensating. You start throwing your hip out from it. Yeah. It's just one thing after another. You just don't yeah. ever feel comfortable. Yeah, but I think I think players are getting to that point now where if their body's not feeling the way they, where they're comfortable to play, mm-hmm. like they're starting to to take it because yeah. they realize there's money on the line. Yeah, you know, there's you know I could either tear my Achilles because like, I don't think Durant's going to come back hundred percent. No, no, I mean, I, I he'll still be great at like eighty or ninety percent, but no, that's all I'm saying. He he shoots the ball real well. But he's gonna have a different ball game. You know, he's not gonna be Derrick Rose. No. Derrick Rose was one one uh what he's gonna do is he's gonna switch to his old man game yeah. earlier than he yeah. than he would have had to if Carmelo. it wasn't for this in- injury. He's gonna he's gonna start doing those Dirk Nowitzki, you know, mm-hmm. fadeaway jumpers that no one can block. It's not gonna be yeah. it's not gonna be flashy, but it's gonna be efficient and effective. Right, and that's the and I mean that's that's the difference. And, and it's gonna it, it might affect his marketability a little bit because he's not gonna be as fun to watch, but he is gonna be super efficient. You know? Yeah. He's gonna go from Kevin Durant game to Tim Duncan game, you know. The so. big basic. Yeah. <laughs> Tim was fun to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the trash talk, man. They said that dude was And it's a, crazy how much Joey Crawford hated him. Like how are you gonna hate Yeah. Dude, they said Joe, you just hate him because he's smarter than you. They you said, know, yeah. it, it, that's yeah. what it comes down to. You hate him because he's smarter than you, and when he talks to you, he's right. Yeah. Well, they know? said Tim Duncan would coach players. Yeah. Like a dude would get a shot over missing. He's like, hey, man, what you want to do on that? <laughs> no, he did that to Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams talks about that. Yeah. Really? Um, about how, you know, he's like, it's hard to hate that guy. You know, you're playing against him, and, uh-huh. and you know, you, you want to beat him, but – yeah, he's like, good guy, yeah. man. He's he's sitting there telling me what I'm doing wrong and kind of coached me. He goes, hey, but at the same time, I'm like, he's kind of talking trash, you know? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and don't forget to tuck your elbow on that jump shot. Yeah, yeah. After you miss it. Yeah. I mean, that's the best trash talk ever. Yeah. I mean, it is. But you have to be so good. Yeah. Like, you you know, he was so technically sound. It, yeah. it made sense. Yeah, I like, I like Duncan. But, you know, I think Durant – but I think Durant's so talented that he can tear his Achilles and still have an illustrious career. Oh yeah, he's not going to be like and I, he'll have Hall of Fame. I would I be I'd be super surprised if his game doesn't look different though. But no, I, he absolutely will because he because he's not going to have the same type of spring that he did. Well, you like hot takes, so hot take: Does he get another championship? Honestly, because. Mm. <clears throat> There's no telling how long he's going to stay in Brooklyn. So whether or not the Brooklyn thing works out, what's he going to spend two years seeing if it's going to work out, mm. and then he can just he can just go somewhere. You know what I mean? I get back with Steph. A dude, a dude like a dude like KD is good chance he's going to go to. <laughs> is that you? Good chance he's going to go to whichever team is you know just almost there. Yeah. You yeah. know so yeah he like LeBron. 
he'll get another championship because he'll go somewhere where he can get a championship. I remember that year that like Carl Malone and Gary Payton and all those guys went to the Lakers. Yeah, and then like, but oh yeah, but because they put like all the old crusty farts on one team, everyone was injured and no one really got into the sink. Yeah, and like Kobe's just like you know they they tried doing that again with like Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and. Uh, bunch of them you know right after kobe i think or yeah well nash was on that team for a little bit too yeah uh but yeah they they brought in all the old old geezers yeah dude i was so mad remember when the raiders did that in the nfl they got all the old guys they had like jerry rice and Uh, like a bunch of dude with gray beards dude tim brown (laughs) and jerry rice played on the same team (laughs) like if you could have made that happen in their prime how good would that yeah Yeah, you have a leg up for sure. Of course, of course, I do think Jerry Rice was probably top ten to the day he retired. Yeah, no, he was still good. Yeah, you know, yeah. Of course, you, you know, Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yeah, consecutively. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. you could like. Well, I think you could say the same about every great player. Yeah, right? no, I agree a hundred percent. But it's it's. It's a lot easier when you have a great quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin it's a chicken Ch- or egg, you know. I mean. Yeah. Well, I would have liked to have seen Calvin Johnson with a well Joe Montana caliber player. Well, yeah, because you got to see Randy Moss with Tom Brady, but, you know, he established himself as Randy Moss with who? Dante Culpepper? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then look what he did with Tom Brady. Yeah. Broke records. Yeah, broke you, Jerry Rice's you, records. Yeah, you, you take a, you take a dude who's killing it with Dante Culpepper, and then give him an actual quarterback who can like get him when he needs to get him, and it's yeah, it's record time. Yeah. He had like crazy touchdowns that season, didn't he? Like, how many touchdowns? Fifty something. Almost went undefeated. They, yeah, yeah, it was fifty something. Brady, nuts. but that but that, again, chicken and egg because Brady broke all the records with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, like, again, I think is Randy Moss one of your favorite uh, sports commentators now? Because he's uh, one of mine. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's better than Booger. He's hilarious, man. Yeah, oh, I love Randy Moss. Yeah, Booger's. Yeah. I love his accent. The, you know, the here's the best thing about Booger are the fantastic Booger memes that have popped up since he started doing Monday Night Football. But it's crazy how everybody was on the same page immediately. Like, right. t- just turn the sound off and just watch the game, yeah. and you're better. Yeah. And, like, people – I mean, because that was the first thing I said. I was like, man, I don't want to watch this with the sound <coughs> off. And it wasn't long before you started seeing, like, man, that's what everybody's saying. <laughs> just t- t- turn the sound off. <laughs> they got to get somebody in that Monday night spot. Yeah. it it They yeah, just they, – they, they haven't had it in a long time. They swung – was Witten on that one? Mm-hmm. Witten was terrible. Yeah. Where's Romo going? Where's he at? He's with NBC, right? Yeah. I think Romo's a good one. Yeah. He is. That's probably who you should go get. Well. I'd say Aikman, except I don't think Buck's the guy. Yeah. But Aikman and Buck aren't bad together. I remember at first, though, I swore that Troy Aikman did not like Joe Buck. Because for a long time, I was like, I swear, every time Joe Buck opens his mouth, Aikman's just like, Rolling Joe. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, well, actually, Joe. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you who I don't like is Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, a lot of people don't oh, like him. I can't stand that guy. What, what's the deal with him? Why don't you like him? Because I have no Booger. issue with him. Same reason with Booger, man. 
Just well, he just breaks down the the basic X's and O's for the average football fan. He's great for a guy like me. No, he states mm-hmm. the most obvious thing. Uh, well, maybe you know, not everybody played college football, and uh, no, I'm just saying, like the it's other like with John Madden. I, I remember uh, Kathleen Madigan was saying one time, like everybody gives John Madden a hard time, you know, because he says the you know the obvious stuff. She's like, but maybe I've had six or eight beers, and I'm don't know anything about football. Point <laughs> <laughs> <Boy, it's laughs> simple, you know. That's valid. That's valid. You know what I do? I, the, average, I the average football fan doesn't know a lot about football. In case you didn't know that, I do think yeah. Chris Collinsworth does. Does a terrible job hiding his bias. Oh yeah. yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, but that's true. I mean, it's just it's. I know the Eagles fans absolutely hate him because he. I don't know. Apparently, he. I don't know if he trashes them or. If, I think they accuse him of just calling everything an RPO and. <laughs> just. <laughs> RPO. Disrespecting RPO. <laughs> everything they do. I don't know, but they're Eagles fans, and we've established. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. Not happening. Probably she just tuned those dudes out. So, so who wins tomorrow night? LSU. LSU? Yep. I mean, I haven't watched them enough, but Clemson, I don't know. You, until someone beats Clemson, I'm I'm just going to say Clemson. He, yeah, I guarantee they haven't played anybody, but they, they whipped the dog mess out of everybody that they were supposed to beat. Yeah. And then, you know, they beat the good teams they've played. Sure. And they've been there before. I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I want LSU to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real reason. Just I don't Coach know. O. Kind of like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I like he's your spirit. He's, he is. I, I like the guy. And uh, and also. Old Ray Baker. Yeah, old Ray Baker. <laughs> I've, been, I've been saying that to the guys at work. Have you know? seen some of those breakdowns? I got the one where he, he pauses the, uh, the news conference he's doing there in the gym. He shuts down a drill that they're doing off off to the side. The players, you gotta find it, but he's he's over there. He leaves the podium. Hey, hey guys, hey! You know, just yelling halfway across the field in his, in his accent. You know, yeah. Shut it down! Shut it down! <laughs> Dude, uh, did, you, did, did you did you watch that video I I uh, sent you about him talking about the worm? Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. Dude, he, he goes, you know. You send me so many things that I don't <laughs> want to watch or dude, see. So that I sometimes I filter out good stuff probably yeah, every now and then. You definitely do. He talks about, you know, he he talks about when he was in college. Um, he's out on the football field and the coach goes, What are you doing, you know? And I think they called him Bebe or something like that. Mm. And he goes, you know, I'm looking for worms. And he's like, You going fishing? He's like, No, I'm going to give a pep talk. <laughs> and the coach goes, "All right," and just walked off. And wow. anyway, he got up there and he started talking about uh, two Eskimos that were fish ice fishing, and one was catching all the fish, and the other one wasn't. And the other one came over and goes, "Hey, you know what's uh, you know, what are you using for bait?" And he goes, "Well, I'm using worms." And guys like, "Well, I'm using worms too, but I'm not catching anything near as you." He goes, "Well, I gotta feed my family, so I'm willing to do whatever it takes." And he goes, "I'll tell you my secret." My secret is I put the worms in my mouth and I warm them up before I put them in the water. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, and he turned around and he said, if you guys don't think that I'm not willing to do whatever it takes to win this game, he goes, and he reaches in his mouth and pulls a worm out, pulls that worm out of his mouth and holds this, holds this eight inch earthworm up in the mouth. And he says, dude, that thing was crawling between his teeth. <laughs> he said it was, all, it was all he could do to finish what he was saying to pull that thing out because that thing's just moving around in his mouth. But 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. How do you cool. not love that guy? I know, man. You, he just, love him for you know, that, with that yeah. voice, you just watch the voice and all that. And I like, know. I think you should bring that back. He's like, I'm going to have an assistant do it next time. He goes, that <laughs> thing was nasty. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do like him. He, he's been uh, he's been fun to watch. Uh, I got a buddy uh, I used to work with, and uh, he's a big Saints fan, big, uh, big Tigers fan. So I kind of. I don't know. My yeah. teams were my teams were all uh, taking a dump, so I uh, decided I would just go with his for now. What about you? What do you think? I hate, yeah. dude. I hate going against Dabo. Yeah, I think you know. I'm well, it's like a, yeah, it's like I said. They, until someone beats them, I think athletically they have the the, the talent on the field to match up enough uh, to hold them de- hold them defensively. I do. I think this will be LSU's toughest matchup of the year, and it should be, yeah. being that it's a national championship. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody's got a chance, I think Clemson does. But it'll just be interesting to see. You know, things can be completely – you just don't know in college football. Sometimes the other team just doesn't show up. And it and when they don't show up, it looks real bad real quick. <laughs> yeah, but, man, you know, they've got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't want to talk about we that. We don't go right down now. that road. <laughs> we don't talk about, yeah, we don't want to talk about people not showing up to their game. Yeah. I I just I don't know that this t- Clemson team is that team. I mean, they've been there. They're, I like they're going back home. I like Davo, and I like Orgeron. Yeah, I like I would like Orgeron to win it. Sure, Davo's. I, I it won't make me mad if Davo wins it, but he has what two already. Yeah, and he'll be there for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. I like to see Ed win one. Well, just to see his reaction to winning well, one. Well, that, but USC is supposedly didn't. He was the interim head coach at USC. Did really well. With Sam Darnold, I think, mm-hmm. uh, is when uh, he was there, and they didn't like his voice. They didn't think his voice was mm. was uh, good enough for the brand, and so uh, <laughs> Tom Herman went to to Texas, and so LSU. Everyone he felt, sounds like football, like it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and every, but everyone thought that 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 LSU settled for Ed hey, Orgeron. He but, fits in right there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, it's perfect for LSU. Yeah. He might not have been as successful at USC as he is yeah. at LSU. Oh, yeah. He yeah. wouldn't have been embraced as as much as no, he is. No, not even close. Yeah. Well, he said that he's changed a lot over the years. He said, you know, I I used to not have fun. And he said, I used to be real serious, hard-nosed. He goes, I've learned how to have fun with it. You yeah, know, he's been so. around the game too long to, to take it too seriously now. Yeah, and, and, and that, that makes a difference, mm. you know, when you, when you learn how to balance it because everything's got a balance to it. And that's usually when people catch their stride when they find that balance because yeah. usually they're, you know, they're too hard one way or the other. They're either trying to, you know, be that fun coach that everybody wants to play for or they're, they're trying to beat these guys into, mm. you know, championship shape. And it's kind of where they find that, you know, that balance. That that's when they catch their stride. It sounds like he's caught that balance. Did I tell you all the crawfish story? Yeah. About, yeah. About, did you hear that? Uh-uh. Joe Burrows, was, he wanted to go to North Carolina. He wanted to follow Mitch Trubisky. Because uh, Trubisky's from the same area he was in high school, so he 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 figured he was going to transfer to North Carolina, but George or, or Ed Orgeron, you know, convinced him to come down. And they went to the seafood restaurant, and uh, what's Burroughs wanted a uh, crawfish, crawfish, yeah, but the restaurant didn't have it on the menu. And so he goes, "Well, what's the matter, Joe?" He goes, well, "I was just hoping, you know, if I'm in Louisiana, I was going to actually get crawfish where crawfish is supposed <laughs> to be at." He goes, "You want crawfish?" I got a guy, and he pulls out this flip phone, flips it open, and calls. Fifteen pounds of crawfish is delivered to the uh, restaurant, oh. and Orgeron has him cook it up and bring it out to him. <laughs> and he said that's that's essentially what Super convinced him to choose LSU yeah. over uh, North Carolina. 
I think yeah. they got me too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like he's a he's a real players player. Mm-hmm. Likes that fun within and, and all that. I mean, it's just a. I would like to see him win, but that's kind of why I'm pulling for the Chiefs, even though I think the Titans, because I, and I like Vrabel too, but I would love to see Andy Reid just get a Super Bowl on his own, get that yeah. monkey off his back. Yeah. Just because I think those are just, just good quality football well, coaches. Yeah, and, and I, I will say, uh, you know, Kansas City, they are uh, they're a good football town. Yeah. You know, they, the fans show up. They, you know, they've always got good attendance. They're, you know, a good fan base. You know, I – you know, it's easy to root for a team that's likable like that, in yeah. my opinion. You know, it's not the Philadelphia Eagles not the for sure. Stinking Eagles, yeah. I'll tell you what fan base is getting gypped. Who? Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> that poor team, man, can't can't catch a break at all. Well, you know how eager they were for one. Whenever you you can you can see by the by as many commercials that Baker got from. Oh well, yeah. yeah, they were yeah. supposed to win it all. They went all in. Yeah. Yeah. Buyer's remorse. And then they uh, did what they're really good at doing. Oh. Losing. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, Dorsey did bring in Landry and Odell Beckham. Yeah. But he also is the guy who drafted. Well, and David Njoku. I mean, you got you got receivers. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's talent. You did pass up, though. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Mm, yeah. He did. That's that's mm. I think that's what's what's hurting them. And, and you know, like you know, looking back now, obviously Lamar Jackson's probably who you want. You mm. know, I know he's been getting criticized because they they lost that game to the Titans, but still, the kind of season he had, you're going to get more good games than bad oh, games yeah. out of this dude. And and anyone who's saying like, oh, they figured him out, they've caught up to him. No. His team bailed on him. Pump the brakes when when and, and wait for this kid to play again next year. Hey, before don't you start forget, talking that mess. Yeah. Don't forget this team lost. Gave up forty something points to the Cleveland Browns and lost by like thirty something, twenty some or thirty. Yeah, points. they're 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 a great team, all, but you know they it, weren't impervious. Yeah, that team will leave LJ to uh, to play by himself, and, and they did in that last game. Yeah, uh, but you know you can kind of see though, honestly, you know coming out of college, you know I could see maybe being a little scared of him because you know he his throwing wasn't quite there yet, and you know you expect to have to throw. But really, like, what reason did you have to pass up on Josh Allen for Baker Mayfield? I mean, was he not out of college, the higher recruit? Josh Allen? Yeah. Yeah, it's just the the, the reason those guys get um, kind of overlooked. I mean, we, we're saying it now because the season's yeah. over. But the reason they got overlooked is because Saquon Barkley was number two. Yeah. And then that Chubb guy, that defensive tackle from Georgia. Yes. Went number four. Yeah. Mm. And if Cle- Cleveland could have both hey, those guys. And I know a lot of people criticize New York, but they made the right decision. Saquon Barkley is that's a monster. One, and that's the, I mean, they made the right choice. I know they needed a quarterback, but they made the right choice. But that's really where the, the, the I think the decision-making broke. Like, Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson, question marks. Because yeah. Josh Allen, I think, came from a smaller school. Yeah. So there are question marks on both those guys. Mm. Saquon Barkley was a – Sure pick. Yeah. I mean, just that that's kind of – now, Chubb's doing well. Yeah. You know, but, but they just kind of whiffed on both those. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Do you think that – do NFL teams, like, overvalue Moxie? Yes. Johnny Manziel wasn't the first round. 
Well, to the Browns. May, let me take that back. Do the Browns overvalue yes. Moss? I think that's their. I think that's their problem. <laughs> I think they like charisma, and yeah. they they. You know, but I mean, it happens. I mean, yeah. but you could go with talent. Blake Bortles. Well, you know, you talk about someone. They got that winning attitude. They got that winning. At, it's like, okay, come on. This is the NFL. Do they have that winning frame? But like, and the arm that can make all the throws. Well, but that's the thing. And can they memorize a playbook and it's run a, an offense? It's a hard balance because if you go with the arm that can make all the throws and all that, Blake Bortles was that dude in the combine. True. True. You know Joe what I mean? Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I I just. So you think Baker never gets it done in Cleveland? Oh, I'm not ready to say that. No. I don't. Josh is, but Josh already, wants I've already to made say bets that. on this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he does. Personally, but what's getting it done in Cleveland, right? Play, make the playoffs. Make the yeah. Playoffs. I mean, that's let's let's be real. I know that some people were trying to throw him in the Super Bowl, you know, <laughs> last preseason. <laughs> but let's 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 Maybe be real that. about what making it in Listen, Cleveland is. The the Baltimore Ravens have all their starters coming back on contract next year. They're forty five million dollars under cap, and they wow. have nine draft picks. Here's here's the here's what like I that see. team's not going anywhere. Steelers aren't going to be terrible forever. Well, and and that's where I was going to go with it is for the Browns to do anything, they have to be better than the Steelers and the Ravens in the same season. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, there's going to be seasons where they could potentially finish second yeah. because they're better than the Steelers or the Ravens. But it's just both. it's going to be really hard for them to be better than both. I mean, yeah. just ask the Bengals. You I know? just I don't know personally. And this isn't an OU thing. I just don't think Baker's that good. Yeah, I like. No, I, you I, you stated your your point that he doesn't throw the out. I, I, and that's that's why I like Kyler Murray. Yeah, the dude's got a cannon. Yeah, and I think that he's going to be able to make the throws. Yeah, and he's. I mean, he went to in the same situation as as Mayfield. Yeah, but and but granted, I'm a Cardinal fan. But yeah. I mean, I think if Baker could throw the ball like Kyler. Then you're probably looking at the next Drew Brees. Dude. See, they they keep putting him in the Drew Brees, Russell Wilson tier of quarterback, but he doesn't throw the ball as, as well as they do. Yeah. Russell Wilson's got a noodle too, man. Yeah, oh, really. So I, you have to be able to make those throws because one, those windows are so tight, and two, those DBs move faster than you've ever seen. So that ball has to get there fast. Yeah. And if you you float an out route, man, it's it's gone. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, quarterbacks, they love to compare quarterbacks, man. All these sports analysts can compare quarterbacks. If when you look at Russell Wilson, how do you how do you best describe what Russell Wilson does? Like is is there a comparison you can make or do you just say, "Oh, you know, Steve he, Young." That's that's exactly where I think, man. I think he's like he's this Steve Young caliber guy, you know, he's a dude that yeah, man, when he turns on the wheels, he might be your best running back on the on the field, you know, just on vision you know not the fastest guy not the strongest guy but steve young was a heck of a runner man and you know he might even truck you you know um also who got a lot of concussions because he always fought for that extra yard rather than being smart and yeah you, you know, know you know where Bayf maker mayfield may have a good like he could i think he could trent dilfer his way through the nfl is the dallas cowboys they're getting Tom Brady though. <laughs> I I stole that from Josh, guys. I I apologize. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. Josh mentioned that earlier. I uh, think I think Baker Mayfield could have a good career if he's plugged into a system, yeah, rather than a system being built around him. Yeah, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, 
Okay, give him give him some better blocking in Cleveland, and you don't think Tennessee that makes Titans? If he if he was on the Tennessee Titans, I think he'd be making the same run they're making now with Tannehill. And that, but that's what I'm getting at is okay. So what makes those teams the right fit for him? Running game, running game, defense. Okay, so I mean he he's got two good run. He, they need an offensive line, man. Okay, but give Cleveland an offensive line, and I think not you're, a number one draft pick. But he's not like when you draft a quarterback number one. Yeah, you want. Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, type results. Yeah, but there wasn't a clear cut Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck, or else Saquon yes, Barkley wouldn't win his. It eye. was Saquon Barkley. That's, well, that's what I mean at quarterback, that's the point. though. Yeah. At quarterback, there wasn't. There, Dude, there, you're there Cleveland. just was. You're Cleveland. You're gonna be. You're gonna be terrible for a long time. I mean, no one knew Burroughs was coming, but everyone knew uh, Trevor. No, not Trevor. No, Trevor Lawrence was coming out. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. That's a kind of a quiet storyline that's coming down the way. He's he hadn't lost yet in college football. Mm. I don't think he lost in high school either. He didn't yeah. he lost twice as a sophomore and freshman or something like that. Yeah, it's been a long run. Seventy seven and two. So you're saying his first loss is Monday night tomorrow night? Yep. Possibly. He's coming in hot. Possibly. But dude, how big is that that you're a freshman, a true freshman and you won the national championship against Bama. Yeah. Yeah. And then went undefeated your sophomore year. Yeah. You can just win it. They ran, they ran them. Tomorrow night, you're going to see the two number one draft picks play against each other. The next next two years, number one draft picks. Yeah. Trevor Noah thinks in that. Trevor in Noah. That. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Noah. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Noah is not even a good comedian. You got, uh, something, on, you got something on your mind? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, I, I think, is that John Elway, that once in a like. Hmm. I mean, I really think you're going to see teams tanking. Yeah, watch the Patriots just go over. Well, is he is he, <laughs> is, he gonna, is he not entering the draft this season? He's a soft. He's a he's true soft. sophomore. He can't yeah. really. He's, yeah, he has to play next year. Okay. So the hey, remember the AFL? Yeah, yeah. They were trying to get Trevor Noah to to leave. Trevor Noah, what is that? Trevor, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> to leave after his freshman year, play yeah. two years, and get paid, and then as a minor league system. No, I, go. yeah, I had heard that. So I'd heard that. You think guys are going to start doing that? You know, no. when there's a no. AFL's gone. Yeah, it didn't make it well, not, not with the yeah. AFL, but like, it, it, are they going to be able to go to like these other leagues that aren't the NFL? Because it's the NFL's rule. It's not like it's any other. I mean, I it's know. the NFL's rule. So yeah. like Vince McMahon's league, dude, Vince is McMahon, not going to care. Dude, all Vince McMahon is doing is trying to get something to compete with the NFL, so the NFL buys them out. It's what Trump did with the uh, the uh, American Football League. Yeah, you know they just they 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 create a league that that's gonna pull some talent. And they they grab Jim Kelly and Herschel Walker and those guys. Mm-hmm. So the NFL's like, hold up, you know you're starting to take some of the talent pool. Right now the XFL is not a threat because you're because well, the XFL they've done this once. This yeah, is the second you, time they've tried. And, all, and what like two players from the entire league went to the NFL? Right. Yeah, he hate me. He how hate many, me. Yeah. How many people have come up from arena football? There's been a couple. Yeah, but it's just but that but they're it's. There's nobody that's there. Trevor Lawrence is not going. Good job. <laughs> is not going to an XFL team. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Right. The, the The difference is when the AFL came out, Herschel Walker won the Heisman, and he went to the AFL. Jim Kelly went to the AFL. Yeah. Like you have these legitimate players come out of college and they and they got drafted by the NFL and the AFL and they chose the AFL. So the NFL's like. We got to squelch this. They went in and bought them out. 
right? That's what the AF the XFL is trying to do. But but yeah. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me because if that's what the XFL is trying to do, is that what they did the first time? No, and that's that's what why it failed. They what to they tried to do, different. yeah. What they tried to do is give you football in the spring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you get a football essentially year round. Yeah. Right, but it's just. I do think putting whatever you want on the back of the jersey was a was great for a college kid like me watching it, but it was a terrible idea for the yeah. players. Yeah. And, and, and here's why no kid would ever choose to go to some second-tier professional league over going to college. You can't compete with the college experience. Yeah. I mean, you're tapping into a fan base that's huge. I don't think a semi-pro league will never get the fan but base. you're talking about an instant paycheck. Yeah, but Dude, I think some of them. What are they paying you, though? Are they paying you much as Bama or LSU? Uh, you know, <coughs> they are if you're not that top guy. I mean, it's written. Yeah, the but, facilities but if, aren't going to be the same. Yeah. The doctors. I mean, just the, the the level of treatment. Yes, you're not getting a paycheck in college like like you would if you were playing professionally, but the amount of treatment and pampering you get, yeah, is still, you know, Taj Mahal. I mean, yeah, you're, you're up there. Because, you know, basketball's you know, obviously a different sport. Different, It's a different animal altogether. But, mm. you know, you're seeing guys who are taking that alternate route. Sure. And What's uh, that? Well, but, yeah, they're, they're – Because they, they can go – they can go, you know, like the Thunder has two players right now. One guy, he went to Australia instead of going to college, and he played for an right. Australian pro team. Big and then difference. he entered the draft. And then you got Darius Baisley, who just went and did an internship for New Balance. Got paid, you know, some money, uh, worked with New Balance, and then basically just trained for the NBA draft. But I think a lot of people would argue, though, the college basketball game is trash. Yeah. And therefore, you're actually doing yourself a favor by going playing over in Europe because you're still getting. Well, our, our, buddy, our buddy Norris Cole mm-hmm. is currently in Europe making, making two or three million. Yeah. yeah. You know, so if I'm a college kid. Or if I'm I'm straight out of high school and I can go play basketball in Europe for two or three million, and I think if you're a football player and you can make two or three million, but no one's paying these guys two or three million to play football. Mm-hmm. Not eighteen year old kids. You got eighty five players on the team, or fifty three, so that's a hundred million dollars. XFL is not paying anyone a hundred million dollars. Yeah. To to play, no. you know, and then I mean you got to look. I mean. I mean, Bradford signed what eighty something million out of mm-hmm. out of college and guaranteed fifty some or twenty some, guaranteed twenty million at yeah, least. He was, yeah, he was guaranteed like forty. Yeah, yeah. dude, XFL is not guaranteeing anyone forty million. Yeah, and so you're not going to get that guy. But but the NBA is football is just so different. You know how it's set yeah. up because you know like you have other options in baseball, you have other options in in basketball. Football is just different. Football, but, but part of it is because football is only here in America. I mean, they play.